Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I'm going to share a short episode and a really hard episode. It took me a while to record this one. My dad passed on May 8th and the day of this recording is May 19th and it has been a week since his week. I wanted to share with you a recording that I thought I'd never do. But I want to share with you the signs that he has been increasingly giving me and my family and this new relationship that I have with him. So I'm going to try to do this without any tears. I may pause, I might get choked up, but I wanted to share it while it was really happening in real time. So let me go back a little bit. My sister Dawn and I from the Spirit Sisters Retreat were away in a beautiful, beautiful place. We were in Fort Island, South Carolina, and I will be doing more episodes to share that with you, with the ladies, but this was important to get out into the world, this one first. So we left on May 1st, and we were supposed to be back May 8th, and it was a beautiful time. During that time, my dad had been sick and had been in the hospital. So my dad, just for some background, has had declining health since 2016, but really took a turn in March. In March of this year, 2023, he left his home and went to a hospital, and it sort of began this revolving door of rehab and hospital. My dad is, was 76 years old, so quite young, and he had me at 19. Um, uh, so that's a whole story in itself, a beautiful story and a funny story too. So his declining health in March came and there's been multiple surgeries and different things. So while Dawn and I were away at the Spirit Sisters retreat, he was going to undergo some stints some kind of, you know, stints in the heart because one of the conditions he had was an aortic stenosis. Uh, he had many things, so I'm not going to list them, but there were many, many, many things at this point. There was COPD, there was asthma, there was diabetes. He had wounds on his legs. Um, he had, uh, he had a colostomy bag, um, high blood pressure, lots of stuff. And so Tuesday morning, while we were at Fripp Island, South Carolina, before the ladies arrived, they were arriving that afternoon, he called me. And I'm so grateful I picked up that phone. You know, you never know when you're going to have that last phone call with someone or the last time you see them. You just don't know. That was it. That was the last time I heard his voice. And there's the pause because it's going to be hard for me to get through this. 
And he was very optimistic. They had done two stints. He was very optimistic. He was breathing a little bit better. And later in the week, they were going to do a couple more. He wanted everything to be done to save his life. He wanted to live. He kept telling the doctors anything possible to to help him live. Now, in reality, he was probably never going to walk again. And on May 9th, interestingly enough, my mom is supposed to meet with a lawyer to prepare for most likely a nursing home for him. So that's a that's interesting as it is because he passed on May 8th. He would have hated being in a nursing home. So the retreat went on and um, he went for the other four stents. It was successful. And he came back to the other hospital. They had to transfer him. And kind of everything happened Saturday night. Um, he unfortunately didn't do well after post-surgery and they had to go in. He was bleeding and then he never opened his eyes. They put him on a ventilator and we flew out on May 7th. We got out of um, Fripp. We drove back, which was an hour and a half. We returned the car. We got the last flight um, and here's where all the signs kind of start. We got the last flight out of Savannah at 7.48 p.m., and uh, we landed Sunday night. He passed Monday. But I'm going to roll back the tape a little bit because I want to share with you now the signs that he has increasingly been giving me, my siblings, and my mom. So on Friday when I was at Fripp with the ladies, Dawn and I were kayaking. We were all kayaking with the ladies. And it was a windy day, and we were kind of coming around a bend, and Dawn and I started singing Against the Wind. You guys know the song, Against the Wind, Bob Seger. And we were just singing it, and the ladies were singing it, and and that was just what we were doing. We went back to the house, we showered, we changed, and we started to get ready for dinner. And I said to the ladies, what would you like to hear as a playlist? You know, 70s, 80s. Okay. And I go to play it on my Spotify, and what song comes on? Against the Wind. So that was number two. And then as Dawn and I finally get the word that dad's not doing well and we need to fly home, we get ourselves to the Savannah airport. We're there for seven hours, seven hours waiting for the flight. And if you've ever been in the airport, it's an adorable airport, actually. There's a gentleman playing a guitar, strumming along to, you guessed it, against the wind. And then one more time, Now he passed, and I'll go back into that, on May 8th. And on May 9th, I'm driving down to the beach where my parents live, right on the ocean. And I have both my children in the car, and I told them about the song, like the day before. And we're driving on Ocean Parkway, which if you are part of New York, you may know Ocean Parkway. Ocean's to the right, and the bay's to the left, and we're going towards my parents' beach house, which is where they lived. And not, not knowing... Against the Wind is playing on the radio, but not by Bob Seger this time, by Miley Cyrus. Who would have known? And my son has now a tear in his eye, and my daughter has a tear in her eye, and I'm all choked up, and I'm like, thank you, Dad, for playing the song. So I want to send you, I want to share with you the lyrics of that song. Seems like yesterday, but it was a long ago. Janie was lovely. She was the queen of my nights. 
There in the darkness, with the radio playing low, and the secrets that we shared, mountains that we moved, caught like wildfire, out of control, till there was nothing left to burn and nothing left to prove, and I remember what she said to me, how she swore that it never would end, I remember how she held me oh so tight, wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then, against the wind. We were running against the wind. We were young and strong. We were running against the wind. And the years rolled slowly past, and I found myself alone, surrounded by strangers I thought were my friends. Found myself further and further from my home, and I guess I lost my way. There were oh so many roads. I was living to run and running to live, never worried about paying or even how much I owe. Moving eight miles a minute for months at a time, breaking all of the rules that would bend. I began to find myself searching, searching for shelter again and again against the wind. Little something against the wind. I found myself seeking shelter against the wind. Well, those drifters' days are past me now. I've got so much more to think about. Deadlines and commitments, what to leave in and what to leave out against the wind. I'm still running against the wind. I'm older now, but still running against the wind. I'm older now, but still running against the wind. Against the wind, still running against the wind. Still running. Let the young man run. Let the young man run. Let the young man run against the wind. Ride, ride, ride. That song means so much to me. My dad had such a hard time using his legs, and now he's running, and he's riding. I want to share with you a few other signs. So... Just going to take a moment. So, as Dawn and I were landing in New York, we landed at JFK, and this is late Sunday night. And we got into a car service and we were going towards Dawn's house to stay because she was the closest to the hospital. And uh, the driver was playing this country music, and we weren't paying much attention. We were actually sleeping, falling asleep in the back of the car. And as we got closer and closer to her house, we started to make the turn. The radio got quiet, like between stations, very eerily quiet. And all of a sudden, Amazing Grace started to play. This was a station that was not a normal station of this. We turned to each other and we just knew that it was eminent. And obviously the next day, dad passed. A few other signs which are just incredible. My mom hadn't mentioned to us how much my dad loves sunflowers. I mean, I knew he liked sunflowers, but I don't think we realized how much that they really comforted him. And a couple weeks prior, he had asked my mom to get some sunflower seeds so that when he positioned himself in the chair, he could look out the side deck and see this garden, this planter box garden of sunflowers. 
So we were telling everybody after dad passed in the week that we were all preparing for his arrangements about the sunflowers. And my mom said for us to all get sunflower seeds and plant them at our house. And I was sharing this with my, my sister, Amy. And I, Amy loves the signs, but I think sometimes she thinks I kind of reach for them. And maybe I am, but I don't think so. I think they're always there. And so she left that day after doing some of the arrangements and preparing before the wake. And she was driving home. She was alone in her car. And a song came on. I can't tell you what it was. I don't remember. It had very specific lyrics. And she pulled off the road and she was crying and she was sad. And when she looked on her phone, the song, which made so much sense with the lyrics that was speaking directly to her, the album cover was One Big Sunflower. And she knew that dad was with her. That same week, um, my nieces and my nephew, and, you know, we were all kind of preparing for the arrangements again. My father loved White Castle, <laughs> White Castle hamburgers. And um, matter of fact, he still has White Castles frozen in the freezer at, at, at their house. And so they went there in kind of a memory of my dad to go get, to go have White Castles like late at night. And White Castle has like a case of burgers. If you don't know what I'm talking about, they're teeny tiny hamburgers. Anyway, I have the picture, which is crazy, but there are little boxes with hamburgers in them. And for some reason, they were uh, commemorating different people. And one of the boxes with the hamburgers in it said, long live Michael. Shocking, shocking. Like, that's crazy, right? So that was another sign. I told my dad when he was in the hospital and he was on the ventilator. So I knew he, I knew his spirit heard me and he was able to squeeze our hand, but he never spoke again. And I kept telling him that I'm going to talk to him every single day and to give me signs. And I asked him for rainbows. So I have been posting rainbows. I have seen rainbows everywhere. Um, rainbows on the sides of buildings. Uh, I've seen rainbows in the in my darkest moments, I've seen a rainbow through the clouds. I've seen rainbows come through prisms on a wall. And so I'll be sharing rainbows with you. And then most recently, my dad loved John Denver. And I am really grateful to be driving his car for the last couple of days. My dad loved his car. He had a 2009 red Audi convertible. The convertible top doesn't work anymore. And the um, rear view mirror is broken. <laughs> so I have it literally electrical taped. It looks pretty crazy. I was driving to my first or second day back to work this week. I was driving to Beth Page Golf Course to do a meditation. And I was leaving there. It was early in the morning. It's a beautiful day. And I was at this stoplight. and. I was thinking to myself, wow, my dad used to golf here all the time before he belonged to a country club. And in that moment, I looked down onto the odometer and it said two, 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 two. And that's been his number all this week. And it continues to be multiples of twos, either double twos, triple twos, or more. Staying on that same two, two frequency, when Dawn and I were getting our last flight out of Savannah, the last flight, the only flight at 7.48 p.m., there were only two seats left on the plane. 
they were the second row, 2A and 2B. And for that to happen, that means that there were people on that flight that had to switch their flight. When we walked into the hospital to see my dad in CCU, guess what room he was in? 22. And then the last thing I'll leave you with, and there'll be more signs and I might be forgetting some, this isn't really a sign, but this is sort of a kind of a happy, funny thing that happened. This is just yesterday. I was driving in his car and you have to remember this is a 2009. There's no Bluetooth. The phone is hooked up to one of these holders in the air vent and he has CDs in there. He has like a six CD track that rotates. Had the radio on, the windows were slightly down, no AC on. Well, I must have went over a bump and my phone fell strategically hitting the second CD and began playing John Denver and the AC went on. And all I said was, thanks, dad. I know that I have a new relationship with him now. Um, it's not easy. It's new. It's raw. Um, I know the signs will keep coming. I keep speaking to him. And I know he'll keep sending me the signs. I know this relationship will be different because it's a relationship with spirit. He's in spirit form. If you've ever lost a parent, I understand now. Um, my dad was an amazing person, but my dad was complicated too. And so he had some faults. We all do. And we had moments that were really challenging with him. And, you know, when we pass, we don't become Mother Teresa. But all those bodily, physical things sort of fall away. And all that's left is love. I know my dad always loved me. I never doubted that. And he loved all of us. And I loved him, even in the hard times. I'm glad that I was able to get through this episode. Um, I have to share that uh, he's going to make me stronger. And I know that you're out there listening, that this probably left an impact. And there was a reason I, I was called to record this. I leave you with so much love. Uh, I appreciate you listening each week. As you know, this podcast has been going on for over seven years, and in over seven years, I have not missed a week. I think I've missed one or two weeks this entire time. So if you see a lapse in the broadcasting, this has been why. I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Many blessings. Namaste.